0: Sexuality is a Planet Paula production where we discuss the wonderful realm of the human body. Your host is sexual educator and enthusiast Paula Bowman. The tea is ready. Let's start spilling. What a lively and ambitious word. Oh, the C word. Cunt. It can stop grown men in their tracks when tossed appropriately. And yet, why is this word so powerful and taboo? When it is just a word, it is arguably the most powerful word in the English language, used to deliver a searing blow. And yet, if we delve into the origins which we will today, we find out that this word is so much more than an insult join paula as she explores the cunt her experiences with it where it came from what it meant and what it's developed into hello and welcome lovelies oh the fun and shock that comes along with the word cunt so misunderstood so interesting and so much History. Where to begin? With one of the rudest, crudest, and most taboo words around. There has been some recent reclaiming with shows and books like the Vagina Monologues. I will never forget being in a huge theatre in Manchester with 5,000 people plus chanting the word cunt. And yet, using it in my day-to-day hasn't been part of my experience. I wanted to share some of the research of its origins, starting with one of the most ancient civilizations and one of the oldest forms of language and writing ever found, cuneiform. Cunta was the sign for Female genitals or the woman priestesses who kept the clay tablets for the temple. Kunta is used for the word woman in many Near Eastern and African languages as well. Kunda is the great goddess, the Yoni of the universe. Her other name, Kali. Kuni is the root of country, kin, kindred, cunning, keening, and ken, an old word for having insight or knowledge. The word is associated with the goddess kur or Kin, meaning seed, goddess of the grain and harvest. The word kuntipotent is all powerful. It is sacred. Is that possibly why it has become so taboo and vulgar? Because of this powerful origin, we have many references to go on. The fact that "cunus" means "vulva" in Latin. We have "conilingus," which is also Latin for "vulva liquor." It is a true word. It is not slang. It is an old word, usually referring to something female. Kunta, German. Kunta, Old Norse. Con, French. Kunes Latin. Kuna, root of queen. Kuninia, Roman goddess protector of all children in the cradle. Cunalia, my favourite, someone who talks about women's genitals. By the thirteenth century it was used as a name cuntless. Middle English Conte Cunt Quaint Chaucer used the word quaint to signify the vulva. It means a place of mystery with many folds. Shakespeare used it. The association with the pagan worship of caves and wells and groves and any place that held power for women became a cunus diaboli, a devilish cunt. The medieval clergymen would start to make this taboo. By the 1700s, Cuny, cunt quaint became an insult and obscene a woman with loose morals and prostitution the light district had names such as grope Kunte lane in london meaning literally where you would go to grope a cunt it's such a long way from the ancient sumerian priestesses the Kunta who were in charge of the economy and accounts in these early civilizations. Even the word whore comes from the Persian huri, which means a gorgeous, semi-divine female that awaits men in heaven. The sign of the kunta, female genitals, or kuna, is the root of queen. When we say kunt, We are actually acknowledging the power of woman. Is this why it's so squeamish and taboo? Is it really about this power? There are so many ancient connections. Kunda kundalini, sacred sexual power. The Sumerian word for Q can mean love sensuality, the divine presence of all females. So why is it so insulting and vulgar today? Can we not reclaim this cunt history, reclaim this powerful word? This has been a process since the late 70s, with many books, Germaine Greer, The Vagina Monologues, cunt a declaration of independence and so it continues we can use this word as a great powerful sacred word and I feel that it needs to be used to feel its weight for close to six centuries it has been outlawed unwritten yet the very oldest writing it was used as a title to the very women who, early records, I go back to the Latin, cunis, meaning vulva. So simple, so relatable, with all the speculation of where it comes from, it's clear to me, the cuneiform, the very word in its origin. There is simple satisfaction in saying this word, It fits nicely, softly, cunt. It has power. It feels naughty. Yet it is so simple. It embodies the whole, as does the vulva. The word vagina is so overused and wrongly most of the time. So we have choices. Reclaim, reinvent, revive. The power of the word cunt. Yet most often it is men using it about women and men. It is rarely used as an insult woman to woman. Rather more morally cutting words like slag and slut, which offend the character. Calling a woman a cunt is just calling her a woman. Jermaine Greer wrote, unlike other words for female genitals, this one sounds powerful. It demands to be taken seriously. She and many other feminists have agreed the power of the cunt is because it is forbidden. And the fact that men identify female sexuality as dangerous So why is it not so common? Why is it used as an insult by men, for men and women? Why don't we call women a bit of a vulva or a bit of a vagina? We don't call other women dicks or cocks. Would we use the word cunt if it was more acceptable and less taboo? I don't really know how it will evolve and change its use over time. This descriptive body word is so easy to say, yet so dramatic used in the right environment. Chanting it with thousands of women had a powerful effect on me and my feelings about this little word. My cup is full. Thank you so much for listening. With all the love, thanks, and fruity fun to the marvellous Miss T, and to all of you lovely listeners out there, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you listening to this episode of Sexuality. If you have any questions, concerns, or feedback, we would be happy to hear from you. Please visit the website at www.planetpaula.ca, or you can contact us through Facebook or Instagram. Please consider subscribing and reviewing wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have a subject that you would like us to tackle, please don't hesitate to reach out.